Thank you for joining me, Katie Feeney, for my Sing My Soul podcast, a time to connect to your soul and hear the song that's within you. On Tuesdays, I tell stories from my memoir, Three Fingers Cove. Today's chapter is called Stormy Weather. If this is the first podcast of Three Fingers Cove you're hearing, I suggest you first listen to some of the other earlier chapters. It will help set the background for you. Stormy weather stories are not easy to tell, but how we integrate, process, and move beyond them form who we are as much as the happy times in life. As wonderful and idyllic as life at the lake was, there are other stories to be told in order to be true to the whole picture. We weathered these storms, but here are some for the telling. One night we sat around the dark dining room, away from the windows, listening to the howling wind and thunder. A hurricane was going through. My father taught us to count the seconds between the lightning flash and the thunder to determine how far away the storm was. It gave us something to do to distract us until the flashes and the thunder were coming at once, fierce and strong. It was so frightening. The power had gone out hours ago, and my parents had awakened us and gathered us to keep us safe. We stayed together, listening to the monster howl and throw things outside, trying to imagine what our beautiful lake would look like after it had moved on. As beautiful as the ice and snow is, and as much fun as we kids had playing on it, there is a danger that we will always be aware of because of one event in particular. The hills and curved road around the lake made for a beautiful setting, but it was treacherous in the winter. One early icy winter morning, one of the fathers was beginning his commute to work and driving around a blind curve and down a hill. He lost control of the car just as a truck was coming up the hill. He crashed into it and lost his life. His wife and children lost their husband and father that morning, and we learned a terrible lesson about nature and about how life can change in an instant. It was a wild ride on the old wooden roller coaster. It seemed as if we weren't only going up and down, but swaying side to side at the same time. I was about seven or eight years old, and I was in the car with my mother on my left. I could feel her terror. At one point, she threw her arm in front of me to keep me from falling out. In her hand was her very large mother-holds-everything bag, which hit me square in the face. Finally, we came to the end of the ride. When the attendant opened the safety bar, my mother couldn't wait and ran from the ride. He called after her, pointing to me still sitting in the car, and said, 
Hey, lady, is she going around again? The phone kept ringing and ringing. It was in the days before voicemail and answering machines, so the phone just rang as long as the person on the other end wanted to wait for someone to pick it up. We were sitting silently around the counter, eating the spaghetti and ragu dinner my father had prepared, knowing it was our mother on the other end, waiting for someone to pick up. My dad had already told us, don't answer that, already knowing that it was mom who had stormed out of the house again, vowing never to return on the other end of the line. It was excruciating. My sister and I stood at the screen front door watching mom drive away. We were about seven and nine years old. This fight had been particularly intense. Mom had stormed out of the house after screaming, You wanted five kids? Now you got them. I'm leaving. As we watched her drive away, I remember feeling agony at the fact that she didn't take us with her, but also relief that she was gone and the fighting was over. Of course she did come back. The screaming continued as we all watched. At one point, I decided to try to stop it by walking in between my mother and father. Unfortunately, it was at the same point that my mother had decided to throw her purse at my father, not seeing me come from the side. It hit me instead, and then my father yelled at my mother for that, escalating a fight I had hoped to stop. Until I was 10 years old, I wet my bed every night. It was traumatizing for me and for my two sisters who shared my room. When my mother would discover the wet sheets, either in the morning or in the middle of the night, she would start screaming at me and calling me horrible names. For a long time, we were awakened every day or night to the sounds of cruel names and fierce taunting. I was too young to wash the sheets myself, and my mother would either leave them on the bed to dry, or if I was lucky, hang the sheets out on the line in the backyard to dry. If she did that, though, they smelled better the next night, but our backyard was on the cove, and the laundry line was visible by neighbors. It was humiliating almost as humiliating as being sent to school with no shower or bath after having wet the bed.
Thank you for joining me for this episode of my Sing My Soul podcast. Check out my website at katiefeeney.com for links to my albums that stream for free at SoundCloud and my meditation app in the Apple Store. I also have a Patreon page, a way you can help support the podcast. God bless you and your families.